You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, Broadway fans. Welcome back to another episode of What's Up, Broadway. I'm your host, Ayana Prescott, and today I am back with my co-host, Martine Acuna. What's up, Martine? How was your holiday weekend? Oh, I'm so glad it was a long weekend. Like, (laughs) we all know that it was a moved weekend, but I had a lot of time to rest. How was yours Thanksgiving? Oh, it it was perfect, actually. Rest, family time. Like, it was just everything I needed um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and more. I did see a bunch of shows also, which was great. Um, but it was like mental clarity. It was like so restful. And I think we all deserve that. We deserve a moment of rest. Do you celebrate Thanksgiving where you are? Martin? In Colombia, we don't. Okay. But I do since... My mother's side of the family was uh, American. Mm -hmm. I do have the tradition of celebrating Thanksgiving. So what I do is a Friendsgiving with my closest circle of friends. I love that. I love Friendsgiving. I didn't have one this year, but I absolutely love Friendsgiving. But after such a wonderful holiday, the theater community received some very sad news of the sudden death of one of the greatest American musical composers of all time, Stephen Sondheim, at the age of 91. We will observe a moment of silence for him, then we'll get into some Broadway news, and then dedicate the rest of the episode to him and his legacy. Thank you. On that note, let's get into some Broadway breaking news. And in some great news, Second Stage Theater is partnering with Assemble Stream to offer a simulcast of its current Broadway production of Lynn Nottage's play, Clyde's, for the final two weeks of its run. So those dates are from January 4th to January 16th of 2022. This will allow theater fans who aren't able to attend in person the opportunity to witness a live Broadway performance from home. That is... So incredible. The live stream will be captured by five to seven cameras and edited live as the performance happens. Okay, so this is a game changer for Broadway, and I hope that other shows take the lead. How crazy is that? Are you gonna you gonna participate, Martine? Of course I am. Okay. It's a chance to see a Broadway show from my home. Of course, I'm going to do it. (laughs) (laughs) And it's also Clyde's. It's a really good play. So can't wait to hear your thoughts. 
Also, Grammy nominations are in. Girl from the North Country was the only Broadway musical nominated for a 2022 Grammy Award for Best Musical Theater Album. While we're saying only, be mindful that Broadway was closed the entire, like, most of the entire 2022. I'm sorry. (laughs) Most of the entire 2020. That's not a prediction. Broadway will remain open. But other nominees included Andrew Lloyd Webber's Cinderella, which fantastic album have you listened to it martine yes it's okay good amazing i can't wait to see the show i'm sure it's gonna come to broadway also big fans of these girls but the tiktok inspired musical the unofficial bridgerton musical written by abigail barlow and emily bear and also some lovers a concept album of the new musical incredible lineup there's so many that can win but i have my hand on Bridgerton. Of I <laughs> and this is this is I don't know if this has ever happened where a show, a musical album comes out before like an actual show and actually mm-hmm. wins the Grammy. Um and so this would be monumental for those girls. Um and I know producers are losing their minds trying to see how to get this show put up. Yeah. Additional nominees from the theater world include the soundtracks for In the Heights, Dare Evan Hansen, and Schmigadoon. Also, uh, David Byrne's American Utopia for Best Musical Film. Incredible. Schmigadoon, corn pudding. (laughs) Let's get them a Grammy. (laughs) (laughs) Let's get them a Grammy. Um, Also announced, the soundtrack of NBC Annie's Live will be released on December 3rd. Annie Live will air on Thursday, December 2nd at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And after their Macy's Thanksgiving Day performance, I finally watched the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Um, I have never seen it before until this past weekend. I am ready to see the show. Are you ready for Annie Live? I am. Like, I... The the Thanksgiving Day Parade is something I always look for every year. Mm-hmm. So this year, with the Broadway performances that were there, I was starstruck. But with Annie, wow. I Incredible. am excited. I mean, young star in the making, right? Yes, I know. She The moment she came out of that car, I was like, oh, voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me too. That's exactly... I was just like, where did this voice come from, this little body? Yes, absolutely. Anyways, very excited for that. Yeah. A number of shows took off their final bows over the weekend, so happy trolls to Chicken and Biscuits is this room and Dana H. It is sad to see these shows close earlier than they planned, but it just reinforces how much we need people to keep coming to the theaters. So if you can, go out to a show and support the art. Right now, Slave Play reopens on Broadway this week, so shows are continuing to open and run, and we need every single fan to continue to support these productions. The San Francisco engagement of Jack Thorne's adaptation of Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol, which recently earned five Tony Awards, plays Broadway San Francisco's Golden Gate Theater from November 26th till December 26th. OB Award Francois Baptiste is Ebenezer Scrooge, with Tony nominee Nancy Opel as Ghost of Christmas Past and Amber Iman as Ghost of Christmas Present. Remember that this show is directed by Jamie Manton. 
Ciara Rene, who I love, has <laughs> stepped into the role of Jenna in the return Broadway engagement of Waitress, succeeding Jennifer Nettles. Joshua Henry will take over the role of Dr. Pometer in Waitress on Broadway, and current cast member Tyrone Davis Jr. will take over the role of Ogie this week. So super excited about that. So excited. I know. I mean, <laughs> I wish I was there to see this cast. <laughs> Next, Cirque du Soleil is getting into the Christmas spirit this holiday season with the return of Twas the Night Before in Chicago and New York City. This acrobatic theatrical production runs at the Chicago Theater November 26th until December 5th and at the Hulu Theater at Madison Square Garden starting December 9th and ending on December 27th. This show is inspired by the beloved poem of the same name by Clement Clark Moore. The spectacle tells the story of Isabella, a curious girl who's become disenchanted with the holiday and travels to a world filled with characters inspired by Christmas. Are you going to see this show? I know you've seen a lot of Christmas movies lately, so... Yeah, I'm such a Hallmark girl. <laughs> It's literally like I am watching the same film over and over, just different ways. Like, it's the same storyline, but... I mean, Christmas is like, Christmas is one of my favorite holidays. And so I will watch the over the top holiday. But also like, I'm so glad that Madison Square Garden, um, the Hulu theater in particular, which is their smaller theater within the arena is, you know, is getting back into Christmas shows. I remember growing up as a kid that I saw every year I went to see um, a Christmas Carol musical at Madison Square Garden I literally grew up to this to that show and so it was like uh, hearing that they're bringing back some form of Christmas spectacular to the theater I was very very excited about that kids need that um and so if you have children um or a nephew or a niece <laughs> take them because this is the way this is the entryway to theater it's literally a Christmas musical yeah. or Christmas show something that's like over the top. Um, but also like Jack Thorne's A Christmas Carol, very exciting. I loved it on Broadway. Um, and so people in this touring production, other other cities have um, the opportunity to see such a fantastic show. I mean, the lighting of this show. I've is heard in, so many good things about the lightning. It's incredible. Like it's uh, some of the best lighting I've ever seen in a show. And so um get out and see that. And also Waitress. I mean, drops mic. That's all you need to say. Ciara and Joshua <laughs> Henry. There's nothing else. I mean, can't wait. Definitely going to see Waitress again for like the fourth time. On this note, we're going to use the rest of the episode to honor the great Stephen Sondheim. Listen up. Make sure to check out broadwaypodcastnetwork.com for new episodes, including a new bonus episode of Burnt that discusses the disaster behind Carrie the Musical. The Art of Kindness podcast welcomes host Robert Peter Paul's grandmother to share stories on kindness. Real Talk with Mason Bray chats with Heather Hitchens, the CEO and president of American Theater Wing. Page to Stage podcast catches up with Jalen Levingston, the youngest director on Broadway, about chicken and biscuits and more. 
Black Hair in the Big Leagues chats with Alicia Pilgrim and Lauren F. Walker about starring in the new play Colored Water at the Public. And BPN's hottest new podcast is the Great Broadway Game Show Competition. All the players who are Broadway, TV, and film living legends compete against each other to rediscover some of Broadway's greatest trivia, all in the name of charity. Also, can I give you something to watch? Based on the Tony Award-winning play about a family dinner you'll never forget, The Humans is in theaters and streaming now on Showtime. Make sure to download our iOS app at bpn.fm slash app for early access to all of these episodes and more. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Martine, I was scrolling through Twitter on my way to a show and saw something just broke, tweeted out like so many times and I couldn't understand what was happening. Then I saw the New York Times article that the great Stephen Sondheim had died. It almost didn't feel real because like we were just looking at him, you know, dancing at company, uh, living his best life at the Assassin's Revival um, at CSC and literally got show notes that said he was at Is This a Room and Dana H. And uh, to me, like Stephen Sondheim was like this immortal figure that, you know, you know, he's 91, you know that he's old, but it was just like, this is not going to happen. Like, you know, he's just like, uh, he's just like this figure, this being um, that really puts on for musical theater. And so it was just so sudden to me and I was just so shocked and literally had to Google it even after the New York Times put it out I had to Google to see who else was reporting on it because it didn't feel real what were you doing when you heard I was fixing my room and suddenly my phone started blasting and it was Mason a friend of mine saying hey Sunheim just died and I just stopped I stopped everything and started looking through Twitter, looking through the news, and it, like, like you said, it didn't feel real because it was an idol for most of us, and it was like this great musical theater figure that was still alive. Like, if you see musical theater history and composers or performers that you look up to, you just know that they were in the past. Like, one of my greatest idols is Gene Kelly. But mm. all that I have are the movies. 
Mm-hmm. And that is where I can see him perform. Mm-hmm. But with Sondheim, it was like, he is alive. I am living in the same timeline as he is. And what he has put out there in the world is on the same time and space as I am. So it was so weird. And I, I had this very strong feeling in my chest when I was reading articles about it. If you can take anything out of his life, it's literally to live your life as greatly as you can every day. Because no matter your age, no matter anything, like you can be perfectly healthy and it could be your time. I'm really taking his passing as Um, a note to myself to like live every day like it's your last, but also like to make sure that your impact is so monumental that, you know, you leave this world with something, even if it's not like popularity, you know, Mm -hmm. or that you're leaving the world impacting someone and no matter who that is. And so a number of tributes and articles poured out And we gathered a few from both fans and the Broadway community um, to share with you today. Hannah Jack on Twitter said, when I was 12 years old and going through a really hard time at home, I wrote a letter to my hero, Stephen Sondheim. I asked him for advice about a musical I was writing and enclosed a lengthy synopsis. I will never forget the day in January when I went to the mailbox. I'm gonna read the response to her letter that she received from Stephen Sondheim. Dear Hannah, thank you for your extraordinarily literate and articulate letter. I certainly want to encourage you to develop and write your musical, but I really have nothing helpful to say about the plot as you outline it. Everything will depend on the execution of your story, its tone, its style, its humor, etc. So I can't really comment on it. As far as whether you should start with the music or the lyrics of a song, it's entirely up to you. I develop both simultaneously, but others have done it differently. For example, when Richard Rogers wrote with Lorenz Hart, the music always came first. When he wrote with Oscar Hammerstein, the second, the lyrics always came first. Everybody has different working habits. I suspect... I suspect you'll find it easier if you'll start with a lyric notion, devise a melodic idea and suit it, and then develop both at the same time. Good luck, Stephen Sondheim. Oh, that made me tear up because she's just like this aspiring, this aspiring musical writer. And could you imagine getting a response from Stephen Sondheim? I mean, and such great advice that I thought should work for everyone. And so that's why I picked that out. <sighs> Lin-Manuel Miranda said, future historian Stephen Sondheim was real. Yes, he wrote Tony and Maria and Sweeney Todd and Bobby and George and Dot and Fosca and countless more. Some may theorize Shakespeare's work where my committee by Steve was real and he was here and he laughed so loud at shows and we loved him. Hugh Jackman said, every so often someone comes along and fundamentally shifts an entire art form. Stephen Sondheim was one of those. As millions mourn his passing, I also want to express my gratitude for all he has given to me and so many more, sending my love to his nearest and dearest. 
Christian Lewis, our own other co-host, tweeted, Sondheim's legacy will be felt and heard in musical theater for many years to come. He changed the form and we were so lucky to have him and to live at the same time as him. Yeah. Let me gather myself for a minute because Mm -hmm. I was during up too. Jennifer Tepper said, we once lived in the same New York City as Stephen Sondheim and Hell Prince. And God, it was glorious. Rita Moreno tweeted, the melodic genius, wit, and artistry of Stephen Sondheim comes once in a generation. What a privilege to have been in the same space and shared the same air. Seth Rudetsky tweeted, he was the bridge from the golden age to modern musical theater. And I couldn't, personally, I couldn't agree more. Benj Pesek said, Sondheim is the most important influence on generations of creators. His loss is devastating, but his work will continue to ripple out in every song and story we sing on stage. He simultaneously broke our hearts and taught us how to piece them back together again. Eric Ujoa said, I hate waking up to a world without Stephen Sondheim in it. But damn, if I didn't rise today with a gut on fire and ready to keep pre- keep creating, which is what I know he'd want all creators to be doing in the wake of his loss. And that sums up everything mm-hmm. we feel for Stephen Sondheim. Mm-hmm. Um, there were just so many tweets and so many memories that we could spend all day talking about it. But I really want to talk about the first time you know, you encountered a work by Sondheim. Do you remember, like, what you saw and what that day was like? Unconsciously, I know it would have been West Side. Mm. And, like, I I got into West Side thanks to Jerome Robbins, but Mm -hmm. then studying the book, it was like, ooh, this this is by Sondheim. But consciously... The first work of Sunheim I ever met was Gypsy. Mm. And it was the pro shot with Imelda Stoughton in, in the West End, I think it was. And I was like just blown away that such powerful, powerful storytelling could be told through music and lyrics. And yeah, I think those two were my first approach to, to Sunheim. I think Sondheim has a way with lyrics that will like, uh, (laughs) I I don't know, you know, you want to create and um, appreciate new writers, but the way, what he had and what he did with lyrics, so mesmerizing that I don't think there ever will be another. And it's honestly so iconic to him. Um, My first moment with Sondheim was Into the Woods with Vanessa Williams on Broadway. I remember literally the day my mother got me the tickets and it was my mother, myself, and my grandmother. And she got us literally front row tickets. Um, And I was maybe about 12 or 13. I was a teenager. Um, And I'm watching the show and I'm just like, Oh my goodness, like a fairy tale, a merger of fairy tales. The music, uh, Vanessa Williams, it was just, I I knew I had already had built up a love for musical theater at Mm -hmm. that point, 
but I knew that this was something that was just above and beyond what I've seen previously. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I will never forget that evening. It was also my first time seeing Vanessa Williams live on stage. And so it was very, very meaningful to me. But also when I knew that Sondheim was like a genius among, you know, the rest. Um, and so we will live with these memories forever. And his life was surely a blessing to the theater community as a whole. Happy trail, Stephen Sondheim. So we usually end with fan Q&A. And I think, you know, keeping in with the tradition of like having the question, but also speaking about the legacy of Stephen Sondheim, what is your favorite Sondheim song of all time? I know this, this is a difficult question. Yeah, it, um, <laughs> it was very difficult for me. So uh, if you could narrow it down, what is your favorite song? I would say Sunday. Mm-hmm. from Sunday in the Park with George. Like, that night on Friday, I was home alone, and I had this feeling, and I just, I couldn't stay home. I needed to go out and walk. So I took myself on a stroll, and I walked into a nearby park, not by mm-hmm. coinc- by coincidence. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't, like, plan it. But I just walked into the park, and I was blasting um, on my headphones Sunday in the Park with George. And when I got to Sunday, I just had to sit down and start crying in that park. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just like my way of honoring him and his legacy and all the great work he gave us. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I it would be yeah Sunday or any song from from West Side Story. Oh yeah, what's yours? Um, so. Uh, Sunday, let's, because it is your favorite song, um, you know, the Broadway community came together on Sunday um, in Times Square to sing the song as a a tribute to him. And there are videos all over social media um, where you can see, um, you know, the group coming together. But it was just so mind-blowing to see that. I also love the song. I also love what Jonathan Larson did to the song um, in Tick, Tick, Boom. But my favorite of all time, no doubt about it, is Joanna and Sweeney Todd. And here's why. I don't want to cry, but it's about... It's about Joanna, if you don't know, if you haven't seen Sweeney Todd, like, come on, you need to see it. But also, it's about a girl who's caged up And someone is finally seeing her for the first time and seeing her and feeling her and understanding her. And as a Black woman, this show has nothing to do (laughs) with Blackness, but as a Black woman, my voice is often not heard and not felt. And every time I hear that song, I'm like overwhelmed with emotion because I'm like, I know what that feels like. I know how it is to speak up and not be heard. I know how it is to be in, um, you know, groups and constantly like fight for your way to like be recognized and it doesn't happen. And then it was just this one moment in this song where it's like, there is someone out there that sees you, that hears you, that feels you. And this song captures it. And so 
that will forever be my number one song because I feel it and I've been there and I just love it so much. And I am so distraught that we no longer have Stephen Sondheim, but I am so happy to know that we lived on this earth at the same time as him, got all of his, his theater works, his shows are going to live on and going to be revived and revived and revived because they are so great and they are so important. I am just so thankful to him. I know you are too, Martine. And so thankful for what he's done for musical theater. Thank you again for tuning in for this week's episode of What's Up Broadway. You can learn more about What's Up Broadway at bpn.fm slash WUB and connect with us on Twitter at Network. Send us a hot tip at bpn.fm slash hot tip. And please make sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave us a rating and tune in next week for another episode of What's Up Broadway. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.